Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. everybody. Welcome back to the Real Food, Real Conversations podcast. This is episode 68. And today we're going to talk about seasonal produce. This is a super fun discussion because um, ironically, I live in Southern California. And we are lucky enough to have weather where so many things can be grown at so many times. I, in fact, um, just today was out in my garden that I have not planted in a really long time. Um, But I have a chard plant that will not quit. I've had it for over a year. Um, I started growing it in the winter of, gosh, I don't even remember, but it has been growing year round and producing incredible products. So it's ironic that this is where I live, but I still want to talk about seasonal produce, which some of you listening that actually have seasons is probably laughing at me, but that's okay. Because I love this subject and I'm really, I really believe there's so many benefits that um, you can, you can have by eating seasonally and um, we're going to talk about them. So here we go. So first of all, when we talk about seasonal produce, seasonal produce means that you're enjoying the produce, fruits and vegetables that are in season at the moment. And again, like I said, like me, I, there's so many things that grow year round here. But in most of the country and most of the world, um, there are things that do best in certain seasons because you all have seasons. So there's some really key benefits though. And number one, it's reducing your carbon footprint. So reduce your carbon footprint. The reason that growing, eating seasonally helps with that is that before we had any technology, our farmers grew what they could. They didn't have all the advances that we have today. And basically when it was apple season, that's what was happening. You know, if it's peach season, that's what was happening. You couldn't have an apple, an amazing apple at, at the time that like in spring when it's peach season. So before we had all the technology, that's what farmers did. They used the tools they had, they used the current season, they used what mother nature gave us to grow grow the produce that they were able to. But as time time went on, of course, developments, technology, it gave us tools in order to advance everything in life, including our um, farming. So things now are able to be grown year round. While this is great for, for a lot of reasons, you know, places that have freezing temperatures and can't grow anything in the winter are able to ship in things, it's awesome. However, there also has been, have been a lot of negatives for this. So for example, food is traveling now so much farther. So when you're traveling, not only within your own country, but exported everywhere else, it really leaves a larger carbon footprint because you're using so many different you know, modes of transportation, um, so much more, and it, that affects our environment. So that's number one. Along with that, there's a lot of ways that have been developed um, in other ways to grow food, like greenhouses, for example. So when you're using all these technologies to grow food um, indoors, like the methods and all the things that we use, it is using more energy than the traditional way of growing things outdoors with the sun and nature and all the stuff that we get for free. So while it is great that we're able to have some of these technologies, 
if we overuse them, we are hurting our environment and therefore um, we are hurting um, our carbon footprint. It's not, it's not great for that. The other thing that is an extreme benefit for eating seasonal produce is that your foods are more nutrient dense. And while this isn't like a make or break situation, it is true that the season, the fruits and vegetables that are in season have the most nutrients. Well, that's just has to do with just mother nature. So as when you're growing produce, you have to think about the things um, like the weather, the soil, um, the uh, other little climate things, like the amount of sun. So in winter, you're not getting as much sun as you are in summer, right? So that's why different food is meant to grow at different seasons. A good example of this is that, you know, in winter, the soil gives us, pro, uh, the, the winter season gives us soil that is really rich in vitamin C. So things that are grown in winter are rich in vitamin C, which is ironic because in winter is when we have most colds and things like that. So like mother nature is really giving us what we need. So when we grow these things outside of that winter season, you're not going to be getting as much of the vitamin C that you would in winter because the soil does not give you all that vitamin C, if that makes sense. If you can totally look it up, there's a lot of um, just a lot of stuff out there and um, different research studies that shows the differences in the actual nutrients in the food. Um, the other thing is that in order for our produce to absorb the maximum amount of nutrients in the soil, it needs to be allowed to ripe while it's growing. So a lot of traditional methods now um, that we used back back before technology where the food, the produce would ripen and then we'd pick it and you'd get it right there. It wasn't shipped far away. It was all for the local community. You're getting, it's all the nutrients and you know richness that you need from that produce. However, now when things are, because things are traveling far away and you grow them out of season, you're picking them before they're ripe in order to ship them to all the places that aren't getting that um, that uh, produce at that time. So you're shipping them far away and therefore you need to pick them before they're ripe so that they don't get overripe by the time they get there. So when season is picked early, uh, when produce is picked early, you're not getting um, the exact nutrients and the richness that you need from them. Uh, another big thing that's important to me personally is flavor. I, that's a big reason why I, I like to eat in season because the pr seasonal produce just tastes so much better than the stuff that's out of season. So part of that has to do with because it's not traveling as far, um, the local, if you're supporting local, your local farmers, it's picked right there and given to you and it's so fresh and perfectly ripe and tastes delicious. But when it's sitting on a truck, it's picked early so that, you know, we talked about it's picked early. So it's not um, ripening, over ripening. Um, they, it, it's just, it sits there and it's not as good as it is when it's, when it's ripe and, and fresh. And that's just, you know, that's just mother nature. And that's just, it is what it is. It's so much better when it's fresh and in season. Also, the longer it is on the shelf at your grocery store, it's not as flavorful. Flavor can be reduced by things like new methods and technologies for ripening and freshness. Um, they do things like um, to control that. So when you are not using the natural like mother nature way to get this produce out of um, the ground and into your um, kitchen, into your house, instead you're using these ripening agents and things, you're not getting the true amazing flavor that you get when it's right there. 
Um, so flavor is a big thing for me, honestly, like a big thing, more than the nutrients, more than anything. I want to really enjoy what I eat. I'm a foodie and um, it's not worth it to me to eat something at a season that's not as good. Another big thing for a lot of us, and it's important to us too, is the cost. When you are buying stuff that is traveling farther, using more expensive methods to grow, you're going to be paying more because the person selling it has to make their money. So cost goes up because it is um, also not as um, abundant at that time. So things out of season aren't as abundant because mother nature is is not going to grow as many because it's not the right season. So you're paying more because there's not as much out there. Um, and you're also paying for that traveling and all those expensive methods like, you know, ripening agents and things like that. Um, so the cost is greatly reduced and sold for less when you are eating food that's in season because the produce is more available and therefore the cost is lower because they're not using all these different um, methods to get the fruit ripe or travel or whatever. So that's why farmers markets, um, going to um, grocery stores at the time uh, at a place that um, supports the local farmers. I know the grocery store I go to, it supports local and a lot of the stuff you find is local, which is amazing. So that kind of stuff is just a lot less. I think that next time you go to the store, I want you to look at the fruit and veggies that are out of season and um, write down the cost. And then the next time they are in season, look at the cost difference so you can see. And I definitely see the difference um, in my local store for sure. Another great reason to eat seasonally is that you're more opt to eat a diverse diet. So when something's in season, you're eating it at that time. And then the next season, you're eating what's available at that time. So you're more willing to experiment and be open to trying different things. Um, it actually, there's some experts that say we need to be eating 30 different foods a week to get all those nutrients. Remember, we talked about the fact that every um, fruit and vegetable gives us different nutrients. And when you're eating a diverse diet, you're getting everything you need. And therefore, eating seasonally really helps with that. So it's a great way to open up your outside of your box and um, get a wider array of different fruits and vegetables on your plate. The other thing is helping out the local farmers. This is important for community, especially with everything we've gone to. Small businesses um, have suffered so much, and that includes our local farmers. So when you are eating seasonally, you're supporting, in essence, your community. You are giving the farmers the, um, the money to continue what they're doing, help grow this amazing food for your community, you can participate in local CSA boxes. I love my local CSA boxes. Um, you can go to farmer's markets. You can shop at stores that sell the local produce. And there are stores that do. And even if you go to a store that doesn't sell all local produce, maybe focusing on just, you know, mostly buying the local stuff to support the community that you live in. And it just brings an aura of like community and friendship. And it just really helps build that. And that is so important, especially after the last you know, year and a half that we've been through. So overall, what's in season, I have a free guide that you can download from the podcast um, write up on the website. And it gives a list of a bunch of different things that are in season. Uh, remember that this is, I tried to do the list based on in general, where you could find things and some of those things may not be in the area that you are depending on your um, climate. So I did my absolute best. Um, so just keep that in mind. Um, a few things, maybe I can tell you like in fall, 
we focus on apples, pears, pumpkins, squashes. That's kind of, you know, big fall season. I love fall. We love apples in my house. We buy them all the time. And, you know, we do buy them year round, but the fall apples is when I really focus on them the most. And that's when I really am buying only apples and pears. Um, in winter, there's oranges, grapefruit, um, winter squashes, Brussels sprouts. Those are some amazing, amazing um, uh, veggies and fruits that we love. And so in winter, while I might buy a few apples, I'm really focusing more on the vitamin C. Um, we love tangerines, like all those yummy things. Those are just so, so good. Um, in spring, we have asparagus, corn, spinach, chard. So delicious. Um, we love our grains. My family is obsessed with grains. And we also love corn a lot because you can do so much with it. You can put it in so many things. That's uh, spring for you. And then in summer, there's things like peppers, blueberries, um, cherries, strawberries. Oh, strawberries is like one of my favorite thing ever. So these are just some ideas of what is grown in each season. But I do have, as I said, that whole guide. So make sure you download that. And remember that it's going to change depending on where you live. Um, and it might be different for where you are. So I just really appreciate you listening to this. I hope that it was helpful telling you of all the benefits that eating seasonally and some, I'm hoping that some of these benefits are things that you haven't thought of. You know, the community angle is a big one. And I, you know, didn't really think about that until probably maybe six months ago when we were in the midst of this whole COVID thing. And I realized that supporting my local community was just so, so important, especially now. Um, so hopefully it was helpful and I just appreciate you so much and make sure to tune in next time when we talk with a friend of mine who is coming to talk about entertaining. She is the entertaining guru and I'm super excited to have her. Um, and we're going to talk a lot about how to entertain, how to um, accommodate all types of eaters, that kind of stuff. And of course, if you love the podcast, please make sure to subscribe, leave me a rate and review, leaving me these ratings and reviews really helps my podcast get out there and helps me bring amazing guests on to get incredible info to um, all of you guys. And of course, always make sure you tag me on Instagram because I love to hear from you. Thanks everybody. Chat soon.